And welcome back, Dad Travel Guys. Apologize about the hiatus over the last few months. Um, you know, as I've talked about previously, I, I coach high school football down in Texas, and this year I just um, I just fell behind my uh, my podcasting and, and um, kept wanting to pick it up, pick it up, and you know something else would come on and and sort of take my attention away, and and had a few serious things occur that also helped divert me, and uh, and so. I'm glad to be back posting. I'm about to get into baseball, but but hopefully I'll be able to uh, to put some stuff out there way more consistently than I was able to in the fall. So, but uh, but football wise, one reason why I wasn't really posting any content content since since August is we had an outstanding season this year. Um, I work at a school that's named Shadow Creek, and uh, this was our first real. Um, true varsity season this year, and we ended up. I mean, besides the last game of the year, we were we were able to put a season together that not not many teams out there can, can say that they've been able to do, let alone do in Texas and do in their first year. So, uh, so I was extremely just overjoyed and proud of of being able to be a part of this season. We went. 15 and 1 in varsity um with our sole loss coming in the state championship game against Highland Park um it was it was such a ride all season um so many things occurred not only within the team but you know in in people's personal lives um and so the um the season was just something really, really special to be a part of, and and something that I that I literally will never forget. Um, you know, besides us going undefeated in regular season, we 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 had several miraculous comebacks uh, in various games. We were able to play it at one college stadium. We were able to play at two NFL stadiums. Um, my. Uh, my freshman team that I coach, um, uh, we went undefeated on one team and then the other team, I want to say we lost two or three games. And so combined between all the teams that I coach, there was, you know, gosh, we probably went 30 and three, 30 and four. I mean, all combines, I mean, it's just an outstanding year. So, um, and it's and it's all based off of out, having outstanding athletes and kids buying in and and just being a part of one of the best coaching staffs I've ever seen, let alone been a part of. So, um, so just yeah, awesome year. I cannot wait for football this upcoming year. Um, we really put our school on the map, and and since then we've just had college staff after college staff coming in, checking out our athletes and kids are getting, getting looks that they weren't getting, uh, last season and, and, uh, getting invited to all types of, uh, campuses to come visit. And so it's really, really special. But, uh, but the other big event that, that really slowed me down was, um, towards the end of the regular season, uh, my mom passed away. And honestly, I think that's one reason why I haven't, you know, besides just dealing with all that mess, I think one reason why I haven't podcasted in a while is, is that I think some part of me felt like if I got back podcasting that I would be 
that I would have that feeling of moving on and, and healing and getting, and getting, you know, getting past what has happened. And, uh, you know, as much as I want to get back to normal life, which is very, very difficult now that my mom is not here, um, a part of me wanted to, to still sort of stay in that stage. Um, cause if I move on, that's farther away from, from actually being in that part of my life when I had interaction and could, and could talk with my mom and, you know, call her on the phone. And so, uh, so, you know, it's been a little difficult to get through. Um, uh, so my mother, just to give you all a little bit of background information, she was um, divorcee and over the last, oh gosh, probably 20 years of my life, she's had multiple heart issues. Um, she's had an estimated, or she had had an estimated six to eight heart attacks. Um, she had a heart aneurysm. Uh, in the last few years, I found out more and more about other parts of her body that that really weren't doing well, um, lung issues, kidney issues. And so I knew her health was bad, but it really wasn't until the last year where I really f- understood just how bad it was, not even taking into account all her previous heart issues. Um, and so as much as I hate that she's gone, um, her, her, her body literally just needed the rest. And so I'm glad that she's in a better place and, and is able to be at peace now. Um, but she was a nurse for, you know, 35, 40 years and just put her, put her body through the ringer solely for the purpose of being able to help others. And, uh, and, you know, anybody who devotes their life to being a servant, uh, it's just, it's, it, it's outstanding to you know to know that she was able to do so many awesome things for other people and um again i'm i'm sad that she's gone and i'm still adjusting to life post her so i'll give you all guys sort of a a brief synopsis of just sort of went down with my mom so um again knowing her her previous medical issues um Anytime I were to receive a call from my brother, which me and him sort of have a strained relationship, which I'm not really going to get into much, but uh, anytime I get a call from him, I, I know that something's wrong right from the get-go. And uh, I was at school, first period, tardy bell just rang, and then I get a call from my brother, and um, I can just tell just within seconds uh, that it's bad. Um, so he called me to tell me that my mom had 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 an episode at home and, um, pretty much collapsed, was not breathing. And, um, and so he, he felt that it was a a very, very, very serious issue. Um, paramedics had arrived and, and, and were treating her and everything else and taking her to the hospital. Um, but she was not conscious. And so this is about the time when he called me as, is after they were able to get there and, and sort of see to the situation. So, uh, so I immediately had to drop stuff, let, let my higher ups know. And then I had to, I had to go home, pack a bag and, and then drive 600 miles 
10 hours from Houston, Texas to Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, to where I could be with my mom. And so, um, I spent, oh my gosh, what was it? I spent, f- uh, from Thursday, all from a Thursday through a Monday in, in a hospital. Um, so my mother, she never regained consciousness. Um, we did all types of checks and everything else and scans and, um, her body just, her body just wasn't up to it. And, and me and my brother made the decision to take her off life support because we knew that was, that was what she, she would have wanted. And so, uh, so I was able to spend up until the last possible moment with my mom and, um, and that's, that's something that I'll never forget, you know, her being able to take care of me so much of my life and, and be there during my worst times, you know, it was, it felt good being able to help take care of her in her worst times. And so, uh, um, and she happened to pass away on a floor that, that she literally worked on that floor at one point in that same wing. And so knowing that she was getting taken care of by, by the same type of staff that she would have been a part of, um, was very comforting. Um, now I will say anybody out there, if you have family, if you have children, please, uh, please get a, a, a will put together. Uh, please get all important information put together and, 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 and put aside and, and let your spouse or your child or children, whoever know about where to go and where to look once, uh, once you were to pass, because that was one of the hardest things to deal with was not only did my mom pass away and, and, and leave a whole bunch of stuff in disarray, but, um, then I had to pretty much do a scavenger hunt all over Northwest Arkansas and her house, trying to piece together the pieces of, you know, what type of bills does she have and, and what type of insurance and, um, her employers were, were, were so, so, so very helpful in, in putting me in touch with the right people with, with certain aspects of that. And so, uh, um, but she passed away, I believe November 6th, um, or 5th, I can't remember the exact date, which was a, a Monday morning. And then from there, I spent the rest of that week sort of taking care of her, her, of her funeral and arrangements and everything else. And, uh, um, you know, it was tough. My wife was there with me for the, for the last day or two of it. Uh, my kids were up there, which I, it was so nice being able to, to see them after not being around for, for four or five days. Um, you know, the hardest thing without a doubt was telling my, my oldest, my daughter about my mom. Um, not that they spent a whole bunch of time together, but I, but I knew it was going to affect her quite a bit and it did. But, uh, um, but once I got through that, I felt a whole lot better about the situation and, and, you know, knew that she could take her time then and start mourning and grieving in her own way and, and, and feel whatever emotions that she wanted to feel. But, uh, um, but really one thing that helps me was through, throughout it all, besides the support staff and, uh, there at the hospital and my family and my friends reaching out to me was, uh, just being able to even though I was stuck in a hospital, I was able to follow along as my football teams um, won and, and, and not only won, but succeeded very, very, very well and, and uh, took care of business and, and uh, uh, you know, plotted their course through the regular season. And that's something that, that 
you know, as little as that sounds like, it's something I'll always be indebted to, you know, being able to, even though I'm dealing with, you know, the worst time I've ever experienced in my life personally, um, being able to sort of get sucked out of that situation and, and be able to have joy in such a, um, a horrific time was, was, was exactly what I needed. And, uh, um, I was so happy and overjoyed that, that, even in my absence, you know, my teams were still able to take care of business. And so, um, but besides that, you know, I spent a lot of time on my phone trying to, you know, read, trying to distract myself and whatever else. And, and for whatever reason, it just seemed like on social media, there were so many posts about, about losing loved ones and, and, um, how to deal and everything else. And there was one picture that, that really popped up that sort of summarized my, my, my thought process for what I had to do now that my mom had passed. And it was, uh, sorry about that guys. My phone messed up there for a second, but, um, I'll get us back on track. So what I was saying was there was a, uh, there was a picture that I'd seen on social media that had a quote and I can't remember the actor exactly, um, who said it. I want to say it was, um, either Pat Oswalt or Jack Black, um, but it said that as sort of you know macabre as it is, a parent's one job is to make sure that their child can survive after that parent passes away. You know that that is really a parent's one job that you can make sure that your child is prepared for life after you. And I sort of took that to heart and and realized that you know. She did exactly that. Um, she prepared me to do anything and everything that could ever happen in, in my life. Um, she was she was the best mother. Um, I mean, as selfless a person as I've, I've ever seen in my life. And so, when it got tough at times, you know, whether it was uh, you know shopping for all her arrangements or whether it was um, being at her funeral and and having to you know or not necessarily having to, but, but feeling like something was, was needed to be said by me, uh, in representation of her and the family. Um, even though I didn't want to do it at all, um, I knew it, it was the right thing to do. It was the, um, it was the, you know, it was the manly thing to do. I mean, you know, I, I think, uh, I think going through this experience of, of losing her, really helped sort of solidify, you know, my thoughts of myself and, 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 and how I see myself not only as a husband and a father, but also as a man. And so, um, so as difficult as it was and emotional as it was, um, remembering that quote really, really, really helped at times. And, um, and so, you know, I honestly feel like, you know, she prepared me to live for that situation. And, uh, I have a brother, which, you know, again, I won't give you too much details on, but, um, he, he was really not in position to really take charge, even though he's older or, or even help in really many ways, um, with the situation. Um, he was not in the position to really even help himself. And so, um, so besides dealing with my mom, I, there were so many aspects that I had to deal with, with him. And, uh, um, it was, yeah, it was extremely tough at times, but, um, just taking care of tasks, you know, 
you know, each individual task in its own time and place, you know, slowly but surely I started feeling better and, and, uh, was able to sort of, you know, mourn in my own way and, and deal with the situation. And, um, I had an outstanding, you know, person, my wife being there for me and, and so many people reaching out, but, um, but I, I think I've needed these last few months of just sort of sitting and reflecting and thinking. I mean, there's so many nights that I just sit up in my man cave and, and, and watch nothingness TV or, uh, or play video games, you know, and sort of be in my nothing box. Um, there was a, there was a video that was shown in church years ago talking about guys in nothing boxes, you know, about how guys sort of like to check out a reality and, and literally, you know, sit in a, um, in a situation where, where really in their minds that they want nothing going on. They want to check out a reality as much as possible. And so, um, that's definitely how I felt the last few months. Um, cause, cause once I dealt with my mom passing, was able to to get back to Texas and get back in the swing of things. Um, football was gearing up to finish the season. I, I was able to get back for the last regular season game. Um, and then I was able to, you know, experience the whole playoff situation, um, which again, that, you know, that was six more weeks of football. And so we, we played literally up until the, uh, the Saturday before Christmas. Um, and so, it was such a fast paced um schedule due to football that that again i you know I didn't really have time to sit down and sort of work through things on my own and so Christmas break I've had a little bit of downtime um went back to Arkansas and visited my my wife's family and uh spent five or six days there and uh, and then was able to come home for just a little bit and I just had four or five days where, you know, really I should have been cleaning and, and, uh, you know, helping put kids toys together and stuff like that. And most of those days I just felt like absolute crap and, um, just wanted to be my nothing box as much as possible. Um, and so now, now I'm finally sort of getting out of that funk and I'm wanting to do things and, and, uh, um, and I'm sort of paying attention to how I'm treating others and speaking to others. I've definitely had to watch early on, especially with my kids, how I would react to them in situations like them spilling a drink or, or getting in trouble. And, um, and now I'm having to watch sort of how I interact with my wife, Alice. I'm, I'm, I'm short and, and, uh, rude at times and, and it's just all just, consciously and subconsciously trying to deal with, with, uh, with the events of my mom. And so, um, so one, one thing that I'm hoping that will help with this whole situation besides just getting into baseball and getting through the school year and, and, you know, getting stuff taken care of and, um, is I've got a trip planned. So, um, so we, we just took a trip to Disney world, um, the week after New Year's, um, which I'll be talking about on the next episode. Um, but right now I'm planning a trip. Um, probably my buddy Eric who went with me to Ireland. Um, we're either going to go back to Ireland or potentially Scotland right now. Uh, I personally am leaning a little bit more towards Scotland just cause, uh, I've really only been to Edinburgh, but 
Ireland, it is cheaper, um, not only in just everyday things, you know, food and, and hotel stays and everything like that, but also flying from Houston, it's actually pretty much cheaper to go to, to Ireland or Northern Ireland than it is to fly all the way to Scotland, whether it be Edinburgh, Glasgow, uh, or what have you. And so, um, so we're trying to pin together the details. If y'all have any ideas or recommendations of, of, uh, any of those countries, you know, whether it's Ireland, Northern Ireland, Scotland, um, me, you know, just like you've heard in previous, we like to drink, we like to golf. Um, really, I just want to sort of get out and see more of whichever country, um, you know, maybe go out to more rural areas, rent a car, drive around, see sites that you're not going to see just riding the, the metro around or, you know, riding a bus within the city. And so, um, so that's my next big trip. Once I get more details, I will definitely let y'all know. Uh, right now, looking for 10, to, 10 days to two weeks in the second half of June this year. Um, started out as I, I was just going to take a solo trip and sort of just, you know, get out on my own and, and uh, you know, sort of, you know, process my emotions and, and everything that's gone on in, in the last year and you know, be able to come back home and, and, uh, and, and just move on and, and hopefully be able to sort of get back to normal. But the more I thought about it, the more I talked to other people, uh, the better likelihood that it, that it sounded like going with somebody else would be the better thing. And so, uh, my wife, you know, would take off that much, just didn't really, didn't really sound like it worked. So hit up my, uh, constant travel buddy, Eric, and, looks like we're going to put something together. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. So, um, now amongst all this stuff, football, my mom and Christmas and everything else, the other trip that we had going on, which I'll talk about in the next episode is, uh, we went to Disney world. Uh, we are Disney vacation club members. We absolutely love Disney. Uh, our kids love Disney. Uh, Eric and Denise and their daughter, Vani have gone with us multiple times to Disney. Again, they are our uh, constant travel partners. And so, uh, um, we have a Disney vacation club membership through, um, wilderness lodge. And, uh, so we got this nice little two bedroom villa there and, uh, went and stayed from, was it a Tuesday through a Sunday? And, uh, the weekend that we were there was the, the run Disney weekend, the marathon weekend. And so, the previous year we ran the 10k and this year we ran the 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 half marathon which I will I will give y'all plenty of details in the next episode about. So um but hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. I know it, it there wasn't a lot of travel type info. I felt like I need to give y'all a little bit of explanation about what's been going on and and where I've been and everything else. Uh you know, hopefully stuff moving forward will be a little bit more uh, happy go lucky and be more about travel and, and my experiences. But, uh, um, so I look forward to sharing y'all about our Disney world experience and look forward to talking to you guys about, um, about the potential Ireland or Scotland trip and a whole bunch of other ideas that I've got going forward. So, um, so anyway, this has been dad travel. I'm AJ Johnson. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know, please, please rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you listen to 
to me through and uh, feel free to hit me up with any ideas or comments and uh, and yeah so my my Twitter handle uh, I'll publish uh, publish here in just a moment I'll have to look back up and see what it is and uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter and and uh, and any information later to the podcast or my travels I'll be posting there so all right guys adios All right, guys, my Twitter handle. Uh, so it is at Dad Travel AJ. So that's D A D T R A V E L A J. Um, that's where I'll be posting any type of information related to the podcast and uh, maybe venture out and, uh, um, and potentially start an Instagram. I do also have a Facebook page also. You just search in dad travel and you'll find the information there and I'll post on both those platforms and, and hopefully Instagram, uh, at some point too. So anyway, uh, y'all take it easy. Hopefully y'all are traveling or looking up y'all's next destination. All right. Talk to y'all later.